Hello everyone, welcome back to Blind Love Radio. I am your host, Anna Rosen, and today I have a special guest. First, I'll talk about our intro music today was by Spirit Twin from their new self-titled debut album, Spirit Twin, And the song was called Waterfall, which I love. And today we have Anna joining us, who is a member of Spirit Twin um, and one of the twins. (laughs) Um, And I am so excited. This was such a fun conversation. We kind of talk about everything from making music and what her creative process is like. She lives in Brooklyn and, you know, what it's like to create in the city and the inspirations around that. And um, we talk a lot about aliens, which is really fun. Always love talking about aliens. We talk about spirits, spirit guides. We talk about tarot. She's offering tarot readings now. Um, and you can follow her directly on her Instagram. It is plant underscore skull and you can find her there. And then for the band, um, Instagram, it is spirit dot twin. So definitely follow both of those accounts, check out everything that they're doing, everything she's doing. Um, so this is just an all around like creative, musical, spiritual, um, podcast, which I hope like everybody feels more comfortable to really be themselves and, um, just allow yourself to be who you are meant to be because we love it. I mean, I think like the weirder you are, the cooler you are. So I'm all about that life. And I know like some people may think like talking about aliens are weird, but I don't care. You can turn this podcast off because I am all about it. So (sighs) that felt like a rant. Um, What else? I think that's about it. I hope everybody's staying safe with the pandemic at hand. I'm taking a little break from listening to the news because I emotionally can't handle it right now, Um, but I'm going to be putting out a really fun podcast I did with Sam of Waxwing Tarot, and we kind of talk about like fun things you can do while you're quarantined, like living your best life while you're quarantined, Um, and I hope that these podcasts are giving you something to do. Maybe you can feng shui your house. While you listen to this pod, um, that's a really fun thing to do. 
Not that you need to be productive right now. Just saying if you're looking for something to do. Anywho, I really, really, really loved talking to Anna. You guys are going to love her. She's so freaking creative. I'm just in love. I love it. Love everything about it. So easy to talk to. So honest. Um, And I love like how much she talks about like intuition and trusting your intuition, which I think is so beautiful and something we can all strive to cultivate right now, especially as we're getting so many messages of fear and trying to like this pull to turn outward and listen to everything around us more than really like coming back to ourselves and sitting with what we're being guided to do. And I think it's just good to have a balance of both. And I think the intuition gets cut off a lot. So Anna talks a lot about that. So I love it. You guys are going to love it. Follow her, Plant Skull, and definitely get a tarot reading from her because she is amazing. All right, guys. Oh, and definitely check out uh, Spirit Twins new album. It like just dropped. So you guys are going to love it and enjoy this podcast. I love you. Say, stay safe. <laughs> love you. Mwah. So go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody. My name's Anna. Um, I'm also known as Plant Skull on Instagram. That's my music name. I am a producer, musician, singer. Um, I also read tarot. Uh, I'm also a visual artist. I do a lot of like digital collaging. Um, Yeah. Oh my God. How did you get to be so cool? (laughs) (laughs) uh I think it's just I I have a lot of like things running through me I guess channeling a lot right so um I'm having constant ideas uh usually with music um but in the past year it's been more visual um so I've really just tried to start creating things I literally started making something like um, dig- doing like digital collage on an app on like just my iPhone. Um, cause I didn't have access to, um, like a really good PC or anything. Um, but it's actually been like working out. Um, yeah. We also, I, I, I personally create a lot of content for my own project, like my own music projects. Um, and I'm in a duo So my partner, Alan, and I are in a duo called Spirit Twin. It's like electronic fairy trap, basically. I listened to your waterfall song. I loved it. Oh, thank you. It's so catchy. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Yeah, that was an interesting track, actually, because the day we created that, we were in a rut in the studio. um, 
And the producer we were working with at the time had these pedals, like, you know, like a guitar pedal, mm-hmm. like you plug your guitar into. Um, he, for some reason, he would Velcro them on his ceiling for like room and to like look cool. Um, and right before I started writing that song, one of those fell and hit my head. Whoa. Um, and <laughs> it, I didn't get knocked. I didn't get knocked out, but they're very heavy. Um, I started to bleed and he was panicking. Um, and I ended up staying in the session anyways. Uh, but because of that, I actually got onto GarageBand on my phone and I started making a synth line. Um, and then it was created from that. So it's almost like I was being woken up or something. It was a very strange day. But it knocked the inspiration the right into you. <laughs> yeah. Um, sometimes I feel like spirit is like, they'll do things to like shake you awake, you know? Do you think that spirit and inspiration are the same thing creatively for you? Yeah. I think it's that way for most people, if not all. I really do think that spirit and inspiration, it's, um, I really do think it's the same thing. Um, I've just become more aware of it probably in the last couple of years that that's what's happening when something comes through. How did you become aware of it? Was there any like sort of event or was it like a gradual progression? Um, well, it started with, so a couple of years ago when we started on this album that we're putting out in February, um, we would be in the middle of recording vocals Um, and I would see in like my mind's eye, right? Like something tethered to like the center of my back. Mm. Um, which sounds a little strange, (laughs) but it was like this energetic cord. Um, but I was seeing like beings on the other end, not humans, right. But maybe some kind of like aliens or something. Um, but this voice would come through and then I would kind of like try to channel that energy. That's Um, so cool. Yeah, but it was a lot of, uh, it was a lot of that happening and I kind of just wanted to just let it happen. Um, I stopped trying to just be cool, I guess, <laughs> and just let the weird come out. If that I makes love any weird. Sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my experiences in the studio have actually brought me to a lot of, um, realizations about who and what I actually am. Um, kind of waking up to that. I still am waking up to that. Um, yeah. Like that I'm not really from earth or like my soul is not originally from here. You know, I don't think really in general, everybody, most people are not, um, at some point, I think just more people are here for longer than others. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That sounds cool. Tell me more. Where do you, do you have any like ideas of where you think your soul is from? Um, so the, the visitations that I've had or those beings that I've been in contact with, um, through just, a, there were just a couple of weird instances, um, that I've had experiences with, um, were blue, 
Mm. Their energy was blue. Anytime they show up, it's like this blue energy or almost like a violet sometimes. Um, and so the only one I know that's like kind of near that, um, that people talk about are Arct- Arcturian, if you've heard of that. Mm-mm. So a lot of people say, oh, I'm like Pleiadian or whatever. That's like. I think that's the only one I've heard of. Yeah. So those look more like, or they look like people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but these are kind of like bluish beings. <laughs> uh, and yeah. like, what is their, do you have like a feeling of like what their energy is like? I feel like blue and the fact that it's like coming to you in a studio, it almost feels like a vocal thing right because you have like the blue chakra with like your throat oh the throat chakra is blue i think so is it it might be um i could be that would make sense up but (laughs) (laughs) um that would make sense though but uh yeah i'm not sure yeah it's like to be determined yeah, to be determined. I feel like all of these things like unfold in their own time. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. How did you start reading tarot? Um, so I have been interested in tarot since I was little, um, but I grew up in a really strict Mormon family and any like esoteric anything was like forbidden, right? Um, but I was just always the like the major arcana, especially always really resonated with me, like the symbolism. Mm -hmm. Um, and probably I would say five to six years ago, um, my partner gifted me a deck. It was just the original like Rider Waite tarot. Um, and then I think it was after that, it was actually that, um, Oracle deck by Marcella Crawl. It's that, it's like red and it has the eye of Horus or something on it. Mm. Um, and I tried to read a lot like by the book, right? I had like a whole tarot Bible or whatever. Um, but that was just never like really sitting well with me. Um, and my readings were always better when I was just kind of trying to look at it as like a whole like movie or like a picture of something. Um, and that's usually when the cards are speaking to me. So it's more intuitive than anything for mm-hmm. me. Although I would like to get into more of like pentacles mean this specifically and swords mean this. Um, yeah. Trying to get into more of the technical. But yeah, it started probably like five or six years ago, I think. What's your I started favorite reading. card? My favorite card is the moon. Um, I love the moon. I have more of a moon energy. I wear a lot of silver. Um, my friend who has a deck coming out in February actually made me into the moon card. Oh my so, God. That's so yeah. cool. It was like this kind of funny, I was really getting to tarot at the time. And then she uh, messaged me and she's like, I hope you don't mind. I made you into the moon card. And I was like, no, that's really crazy actually. Um, so I love that. What do you think about the Knight of Cups? I just pulled this before we were going to chat. The Knight of Cups. Yeah. What deck is that? This is the Pagan Otherworlds. Pagan Otherworlds. Oh, that's really cool. It's a cool one. 
Is that a crow sitting on his head? It or is that like looks a, like one? Is it it's like, like a, a hat, but oh, okay. with like crow feathers. Oh, got it. I don't think I ever even really like picked up on that. Well, the horse is really, I don't know, horse symbolism. I kind of feel like somebody's charging forward, you know. Um, I don't know what the technical meaning of Knight of Cups is because that one is also by a lot of water, right? It seems like there's mm-hmm. water energy. Um, you don't have to be technical. This is a very <laughs> loosey-goosey thing. <laughs> it's, it's weird because I was almost seeing like a unicorn. Mm, um, and I think especially for today, like the eclipse energy, um, mm-hmm. a lot, I know a lot of people have been nervous about this moon in particular mm-hmm. um, because it's cancer and it's really intense. Um, but I think it's more of like a gateway, like transformation. Um becoming like the magical being that you are so that's kind of how I'm reading that card oh I love that how do you how have you been experiencing the eclipse today so far today's been oddly fine (laughs) I think it was more like the past week coming into the eclipse energy um I was feeling just all sorts of emotions and really kind of overwhelmed Mm-hmm. about little things um but today is actually surprisingly it feels calm yeah I can I can get on with that I kind of felt weird where like I feel like almost floaty like it floaty, feels yeah. a little bit like my spirit wants to like leave my body and I have to like yeah. almost like pull it d- back down like no yeah. no no where are you going <laughs> come back yeah, kind of like an airy feeling, almost like out-of-body experience. Mm-hmm. Totally. It has felt recently, especially coming into the new year um, and to into this uh, full moon energy, um, things do feel very dreamlike. Mm-hmm. And my dreams have been very lucid or very um, detailed messages. Ooh, um, tell me more. Where are you based, by the way? I'm in D.C., Oh, DC. Okay. You're um, in Brooklyn, right? Yeah, I'm in Brooklyn. I love Brooklyn. Um, so last night was a strange one. I had a dream. I was in kind of like a rural farm area and I was seeing a lot of horse carriages and there was um, Amish, like an Amish group that were approaching me um, and they were all dressed in white, but they were Amish. And then somehow I was like brought into this like really, really giant barn and I was trying to climb to the top from the inside. Mm. Just very strange, like. <laughs> That's so random. Yeah. Um, thing with Amish people is funny, but yeah. Yeah, into a barn. I wonder what that means. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did grow up. Um, I did have a very big barn when I was younger. I lived on a farm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if it's like tying me back to that. Where did you grow up? Um, I was born in North Dakota and I moved a lot. So I was in like Minnesota, Nebraska, Oregon, California. I moved quite a bit. So what's it been like living in a city now? Cause that's like such a different landscape. <laughs> uh, well, I've been here for 10 years. Um, so I'm pretty used to it by now. This is the longest I've lived anywhere actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been telling myself though, for the last couple of years that I'm ready to leave um, and do something new. But every time I leave, um, I miss New York. 
even if it's for like a week. Aww. You kind of get addicted to the energy here. Um, but maybe my time here is just not done yet. So totally. So what are your astrology signs? I am a Gemini sun. I'm a Scorpio rising and I'm a Leo moon. Ooh, I'm a Scorpio rising. Oh yes. Scorpio risings are very like psychic. <laughs> I attract so many Scorpio risings to this yeah. podcast. It's been like the last like five people. I'm like, that's yes, amazing. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I used to think, um, because I would tell people Scorpio rising and they'd be like, Oh, like that's really intense or, you know, it is oh, intense, okay. but it is why intense, not? But, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> I like um, it. <laughs> what's your sun sign? So I'm a Capricorn. Oh, nice. And Super grounded. Uh, maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably have more of the Scorpio rising coming through, right? Because that's totally. how you present. So, yeah, I think I'm like learning to be more Capricorn. I do have like very grounded. I have like a lot of water and a lot of earth. So I'm a Pisces moon also. Ooh, yeah, like so super creative fun. though. So creative. Also, you with the Leo moon. I didn't really realize that uh, Leo moon is like a creative one, but I was always thinking it's like, oh, it's my Gemini. Um, yeah, I'm married to a Gemini. Oh, amazing! I love Gemini's. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Pisces moon. That's interesting. It's but fun. you do it can be fun. <laughs> You, you do a lot of creative stuff though, like the tarot, but you also do, um, didn't you knit a sweater or you I knit did. Things, right? I, I knit, <laughs> I embroidery, I oh, draw, nice. I sculpt, I do yeah. hair, I do everything. Oh, nice. So you have a lot just coming through. Totally. And it's always yeah. like something different. And I yeah. always feel like it's so many creative projects that like I get overwhelmed because I'm like. I just have so many ideas and I just want to do them all. But yeah, that's kind of my problem sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, what um, can I cut out? And then I just like, I'll get so involved in a project and my husband yeah. hates it because I'll like be knitting and I'll be like, so what'd you make for dinner? And I was like, dinner, like I have to knit this <laughs> like massive thing. <laughs> Like these things take time. (laughs) So it like brings me back to that groundedness. I don't know about you, but like, especially being like Scorpio rising, you can kind of get like very fixed in a project. It's like something downloads and then you like have to create it. It's like, you can't eat, you can't sleep. Everything moves out of the way. You have to finish. Like you have to. Totally. I know what you mean. And it's like <laughs> always a new project. It's like, but it's, but it's like, I got to do it or else like it'll float away. I feel yeah. like the inspiration like leaves you. Like it'll go yeah. to somebody else who's open. So yep. I have to like do it. And then, <laughs> you know, it just takes is over. This, is it like inspiration hoarding? Like if I don't use it, it's going somewhere else. So I just have to like take I, it all in. I think it's like inspiration worshiping. It's like you, I don't know. It just like makes me feel alive or like you just get like filled up by it. Yes. You know, so what were you working on last night? Um, so I was working on a digital collage, um, actually centered around 
the eclipse today. Um, so I was just kind of like letting whatever come through. Um, and then I still have to finish that actually. <laughs> um, and then a music video for a single that we have coming out in February. So, so cool. Shooting that, like editing it. Um, it's going to take quite a while, but we started working on it last night. Nice. Yeah. And so, I've been trying to like, uh-huh. obviously get to bed earlier and like the insomnia, uh, that's another thing with the eclipse is my insomnia. Uh, sorry. My insomnia has been pretty bad the last week. That seems to happen with like, I don't know if it's just like a Gemini thing. Cause my husband has a problem with that. It's like. You get so much. I feel like Gemini downloads so many messages and their mind is always going that it's like hard for them to turn it off. Yep. Um, I don't have that problem along at all. I can like sleep like a log. I slept through like a fire once. What? (laughs) Your your house caught on fire? Not my house, but like I was in this apartment building and then like the next apartment building over apparently like caught fire and there was like fire trucks and like apparently the whole neighborhood like came out because like it was so loud with all like the fire engines and stuff. And And you were just like asleep. I just slept through the whole thing. Like (laughs) my husband was like... Yeah, I don't know. I just let you sleep because, <laughs> I mean, it was fine. Wow. Yeah. That might be tied to, like, your Capricorn energy, though, because Capricorns are very, like, grounded. And when I think of grounded, it's, like, you're very tethered to the Earth. It is Earth energy, Earth energy obviously. Uh-huh. Um, but you can have that ability to, like, be in your body and just, like, let it do what it needs to do. I think tied with the Pisces moon, too. Because that I feel like is so like dreamy. Yeah. And do you I have feel, a lot of dreams? Oh my God, totally. And when I dream, I feel like I like physically go to another place. So Probably I don't. Because <laughs> sometimes you are. <laughs> that does happen. Yes. Um, so but yeah, what do they. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. You were going to say something. No, it's fine. <laughs> Interrupt me anytime. I was just going to say that um, they say that dreaming is that's like the ancestral realm right Mm -hmm. so like your guides are gonna try to give you messages in your dreams it's actually really hard to interpret um interpret dreams for somebody else because they're so personal to you Mm -hmm. um yeah i was just giving that so what other dreams have you been having lately um Hmm. Lately, they've kind of been a scramble of like mixed messages. Um, they usually leave me being pretty tired, as if right, like as if I had left. Totally, I like and was can just sleep, go to sleep for like ten hours, and I'll wake up and I'll be like, I'm so tired. I feel like I just, <laughs> I feel like I just like trekked the earth and lived like this whole life. For years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, Do you ever have dreams where they're like precognizant or like you, I don't know, like premonition dreams? Yeah. So 
This one is a bit odd. It's more of like me in my own little world, but I did have a dream uh, two years ago that I was suddenly in a, did you ever see that uh, show Westworld? Yes. So you know where they have like the underground base or whatever that controls everything. It's all, uh, everything is a glass you can see everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was in a hallway like that. I was just walking down this hallway and these two women were in front of me. They were in all white jumpsuits and one turns to me and she's like, are you ready? And she was like excited, like smiling. I was like, sure. So she takes me into this room. They sit me down and she's sitting on the other side of the table. And uh, suddenly a really tall white alien being walks in and he sits down next to me. And as I lock eyes with it or them, um, I'm getting like this really intense download. I'm just having a lot of visions. Um, This is in this dream, by the way. Um, It gets to a point where I'm feeling like buzzing in my head and I... Uh, it kind of freaks me out. So I wake up. Um, But soon after that I had, um, it was just a few visitations um, that were several nights in a row um, where I'd wake up um, and I had this being in my hallway and uh, trying to communicate with me in a way and then it would just be gone. but that was a very, it was almost like a precursor to those events happening. That's crazy. You like yeah. downloaded it in the dream and then it like appeared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I okay, guess I didn't mention this. What did it I, look like? Um, in the dream. So it was this tall, white, very like graceful kind of being, right? You know how like gray aliens, they have like the big eyes and the head is kind of like, you know, a certain Mm -hmm. shape. This being was tall. It had that same shape on its head, but it was very, very, very pale. Mm -hmm. Um, had a very like, no, it just looked at me. It just communicated through thoughts. Yeah. Um, so what I was going to say is I don't, I, I didn't mention this before, but I'm the, what is it there when you can, there's claircognizant when you just know something. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's called. Um, but there's like all these levels of like clairvoyance, like mm-hmm. smell, um, sound, um, sight. Um, so I've experienced all of those except no, I've experienced all of those, but they're usually not all at once. It's like an in increments and then we'll kind of move to the next thing. It's very strange. Mm. I don't know if that's like me awakening, waking up to that still. Um, it's but like I was just cycling making, through. Yeah. It was kind of just, um, yeah. I, so yeah, I was saying that because <laughs> that's how I uh, wake up and I'll have like, because I can see entities. So so what happened when you saw it? Um, it wasn't, I was kind of shocked, but I wasn't like um, scared or anything. It's as if I had known this being before. Um, and I confirmed that because I, I called my mentor a few days later. And 
she's very tapped in spiritually. And she was like, yeah, this is an ancient being that you actually were with in another lifetime offering something. Mm. Um, so. Do you know what it was offering you? Um, she was saying it was probably protection. Um, because like now it makes sense as my like abilities have like opened up even further um, since then. Yeah. You kind of have to really make sure that you're grounded and that you have your shields up and you're taking care of yourself um, just yeah. because of like energetic vampires and um, yeah, just protecting your spell. Sorry. Protecting yourself on like a spiritual Wait, what do you do to get grounded? Um, so I actually do this like funny little YouTube um, uh, 12th dimensional sh- shield, mm. um, which basically, if you know, you know what a Merkaba star is? No. So it's like the, the six pointed star, the star of David, right? Okay. So it's like a platinum white star, basically. Um, and I'm not really sure about like the science behind it or anything, but it's something that they're saying like return to earth, like, or the energies here in 2000 or something anyway. Um, but you basically move it through your chakras, like a visual with your eyes closed, you send it to the center of the earth and then you bring it back and then mm-hmm. you send it up back to, um, the center of our universe, which is Andromeda. So you have that, those two connections, um, and you basically just build, uh, sorry, build like a white shield around yourself. So I, I do that a couple times a week. Um, but there's like so many things that we can do to like ground ourselves and even just envisioning like a violet light around you or white or whatever works for you, you know? Totally. Is there anything that you do to like center yourself? I have a lot of house plans. Yes. It sounds very simple, but <laughs> it really does the trick. Yeah. Like for some reason, it just really helps me feel grounded, especially having them now in my bedroom, like right next to my bed. Um, I just feel like it did wonders for some. I just feel like more connected to nature, like in my home. And especially with that being like, I don't know, like your home base. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's been really what's worked for me. And I think, like, making sure that I, like, get out my creative energy. Like, if I yeah. don't, I feel like, I don't know, the waters kind of go dark a little mm. bit rather yeah. than it staying, like, clear. Yeah. If that makes sense. That totally makes sense. Uh, it makes sense about the plants, too. I mean, I love plants. Um but they really are, I've had funny vision, little visions before. Well, they're not funny. It's true. Like flowers, plants, they're sentient beings. Totally. And these are beings you have in your home and you're taking care of them. They know that, you know, they're going to emit energy that is like helping you. Totally. So. And it's like just to have that relationship. It's like, like you were saying those like cords. It's like you're building up more cords with like earthly things. Yeah. Especially when you're so creative, I think, because you're pulling out like down, I think so much, so many things from spirit. I think like to stay grounded on this earth, it's like you need to like build just as many connections that way also. Yeah, for sure. 
So when was the first time you had like a vision? (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. Let's see. I've been seeing entities since I was, um, little, a little girl. Children are definitely more open, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, in terms of visions that I can remember. I don't really remember when like my very first vision was because I think I was very, very young. Um, I would get a lot of messages through dreams, but like daytime vision, like being awake, you know, Um, I did have one a couple of years ago that kind of, um, just surprised me in a way. Um, so I was working in service at the time and they had found out somebody had, or no, it was, so I had a vision about this person, this manager was embezzling. Like I saw him in this vision going and like taking money out and being shady. And then like, I found like the next day, uh, or it was like a week after that, that this person had been fired for that reason. Mm. just just like weird um yeah usually I'll pick up stuff about around up about people around me um that's one that's kind of a weird one but (laughs) um I get a lot about music stuff like the next steps that I need to take it's kind of almost more of a knowing I'd say than a vision Um, but I'll have like a clear, like sight of like what we're supposed to be doing or who we're supposed to be talking to, where we're supposed to be going. Um, I don't know if that's like vision related. It's very helpful. Yes. (laughs) Which I feel sometimes is more direct. I guess maybe that could count as a vision, but usually it's more of like a knowing, right? Like, um, totally like an intuition. um, Regardless. Yeah. Which I've been a lot better recently about listening to that because I've always like, if you're working with somebody and everything seems okay, right? Um, but you're getting like, when you think about this person, you get like a twisting in your stomach or like your solar plexus, and you know, something's off, but everybody is like, oh, everything around you is fine or that's just in your head. But then you usually, or like you might be right about the situation later. Mm-hmm. It's just really important to listen to that. But if you've had, somebody was telling me if you have um, trust issues in the first place with people, you will have a harder time um, trusting your intuition sometimes. Mm. I could see that. Yeah. Have you ever done like human design? I've heard of human design. Um, I just briefly looked into it, um, but it was pretty crazy. It's amazing. Like, Do you know what you are? Like what your aura type is? I need to look into that again because it was probably like two years ago that I, almost two years ago that I looked into it. I was in Finland actually and this woman I met, um, we started talking about spiritual stuff. She was like, do you know human design? And she was like, this guy had like downloads. Didn't he have a downloads for like mm-hmm. for like many a whole days week. or something? Yeah. yeah, he couldn't he couldn't like eat or do anything. He was just downloading information from spirit and then- yeah, really interesting. So interesting. Yeah. The people want to know what your aura type is. 
Okay. I'll find that out, but I'm glad that you said that because I mean, they'll probably need to look it up again. Yeah. I wonder where you are. I also like the concept of, they were saying when somebody passes, right. Or somebody dies, you're supposed to let them be for like three days or something. So their soul can go back into the earth or where the plane it's supposed to go back to. Mm. Because when you move somebody's body, right. It creates, create, can create some confusion. Interesting. Yeah. So there's like this big movement right now. So it's kind of like the movement where, (laughs) um, like natural childbirth, right. Mm. In the United States, like in other countries in Europe, that's very like normal, Mm -hmm. but in the States natural birth is like, some people think it's weird or like hippy dippy, whatever. Um, but just having more control over like where you're giving birth and how, and how do you want your child to come in? So it's the same thing with like death, um, which I haven't read too much into. Um, but there are people that are really adamant about like, no, when like my parent dies or something, like they're going to be at my house for a few days, but like by the law, right. You have to take them immediately to like the coroner or the funeral home, whatever. Um, so there's like a detachment when this person could have this time to like say goodbye or let their spirit pass on or whatever they need to do. So it's just kind of interesting. interesting. I mean, it would make sense because then you would normally just be doing like a ceremony in that time, like around them. Right. Instead, like if they're, I mean, if their soul is still there, like lingering, but then you move their body, I feel like that could be very discombobulating. Well, yeah, think about it also. Like you're in this body, your soul decided to come into this body. You get used to it for um, however many years. Um, it's just part of you and then it's like taken and then moved around (laughs) when you leave it. So it's kind of like a way for you, your soul to say goodbye as well. Like to have some closure. Yeah. So anyway, you'd have to like float (laughs) over to wherever (laughs) they brought you. Yeah. Um, and then how do you know how to like float around yet? You're like this baby spirit. Kind of. I mean, maybe not a baby spirit, but you would be on the lookout, you know, for your guides that have helped you through your life. You know, they usually help people pass on and go into the next, Mm, True. you know, planning phase for the next life. So what do you think? Okay. So you said next life. So what do you think? Have you thought about like past lives? Mm -hmm. Have you thought about your own past lives? Yeah. So I have had um, one instance of a, um, I don't know what they call it, but it's like a sporadic, like you'll have a vision of like a past life suddenly. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had that happen one time. So my partner now, he was my son in my life previous, Um, which usually, that's pretty normal. Like your, the soul soul group that you came down yeah. yeah, your soul family or your soul group that you came down with, usually you've picked and chosen like what your relationships will be like, how it's going to help everybody grow, good and bad. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I think, <laughs> or like the setting that I've done on it um, kind of comes through. Um, I'd always wondered before I really delve into like past life work, um, what I was or like where it came from because I wasn't like, didn't feel like I was relating with people on a certain level. And I kind of felt like I was 
um, when I was little, I would think I was from the sky. (laughs) Um, I love that. So I had some interesting, um, like Minnesota and North Dakota, there's a lot of like UFO sightings. That's like pretty normal there, but I would see them quite a bit when I was young, just outside playing, um, and had like a pretty close encounter one night where I had a visitation, but this was before I ever had like a spiritual awakening or anything. Um, so I was very confused. I didn't tell anybody because I thought I was like, people are just going to think I'm weird. Um, but as I started to come into myself more and I, I actually spoke with my mentor about this, she was like, yeah, you're not from here. You know, you're from very, very, very far away. And you're very, very, very old. Um, she was like, don't worry if you get visited, it's okay. Like they're literally just checking in on you or they're, mm-hmm. and, or they're curious because you're now in a human body and they just want to know how things are going. So what do you think? Do you think like guides are like a separate thing? Um, I think a lot of guides or slash angels, right? Um, guides to me, um, how they presented to me. Um, I have never had one in a human form. There's two guides that I work with, um, quite often. One is a mantis being actually, um, like a praying mantis. Yes. That's like my sisters. It's so weird. We've had so many weird synchronicities with praying mantises. Well, praying mantises are also, they said, um, I've read about those and they said, so a lot of people perceive them as like, oh, they're scary or bad because sometimes people during abduction or something will see one in the corner just kind of watching. Mm. Um, I don't think anyway. feel bad. Yeah. So this this one in particular. Okay, so I need to go back. The mantis beings, as far as I know, are actually some of the first uh, beings broken off from source. This is what's kind of talked about. So that means that you and your sister are probably very, very old souls. Like, yeah. Um, Mantis are very, they're not really so emotional. The one I have, my guide is like not super emotional. He's more like, no, this is what it is. You know, kind of will just like show me things. I think they're Um, like the Virgos to the Pisces. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> um, <laughs> right? but I, it actually, actually, this guide did not come in until um, I had a, my other guide is a tall white alien. Um, like the one from that dream? Yeah. So that makes sense. I had that dream. But when I connected with that one, it was more of like on a, um, it was more humorous. Like it had a sense of humor, uh, like it would do things and I would kind of laugh. Um, but at the time I was re- really overcoming, like working through like past trauma and it was so intense and serious that I think I had to have that sense of humor. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I went, pa- went through a certain point, then, um, the mantis started to show up. Mm-hmm. It was kind of, would just give, it was like a giver of in more like deep information on like an oversoul level mm-hmm. of like, this is why things are occurring the way they are and whatnot. Um, and then the only other, I guess, guy, I don't know if it's really more of a guide, but, um, I've had a lot of connection with Mary, like, um, Mother Mary. Yeah. Like divine feminine. Mm-hmm. So, uh, she's been really, I've always been really attracted to, 
like Catholicism is not a great religion, obviously, but like the visuals of Mother Mary. Yeah. Um, I've just always really connected with. So it makes sense that she's come in um, kind of like this mother energy because my mother wasn't super present or that good of a mom to me. So I always kind of miss that energy. Um, but to me, I feel like mother Mary is also very like embracing all of the forms of femininity, like, um, even like up to like sexuality and just the power that women hold with like the womb. Totally. And I think it's very healing of like trauma to that area too. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. She kind of started showing up as I was working through that as well. Um, some like past sexual trauma. Um, and then she just kind of showed up. (laughs) Me too. So yeah, she's amazing. So powerful. But I guess she was like, yeah, (laughs) I I was just like reading about her and I was having a conversation with a friend and she was like, no, um, you know, people are always like talking about Jesus, but really like Mary was the promised one. Right. Or like that was supposed to be her last in Bible times. Right. That was her last life on earth or in the physical form. Um, and then previously she had been a high priestess in Atlantis. Mm, I could see that. So those were just some theories. Um, I think I need to read into it a bit more before I can say things for sure. But those were just some interesting theories that I had heard about. And I was like, well, it totally makes sense because a lot of like the patriarchy right now is very like, I mean, it's been this way for thousands of years, but very threatened by women. Like even in ancient Egypt, women were the rulers up until a certain point. And then when a man got in, I, I forgot, it was like Queen, ha- it starts with an H, Hapsichet or something. <laughs> I'm, probably <saying>. <laughs> I'm probably murdering the name, but okay. So she was like a really powerful leader. And then when this other guy got in, um, he tried to destroy absolutely everything with her on it. Any woman... Um, like he would chisel her face, had people chisel her face off of, um, everything. What an asshole. Yeah. But you know, it's that threat of power. It's like, well, obviously he was jealous. So, but yeah, women are very, very powerful. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. So I noticed your butterfly (laughs) tattoo. Oh yes. I have a butterfly tattoo and I have, um, my seashell. Um, and then I have these two crescent moons, but so what you were saying, talking about the butterfly. So what do they like symbolize for you? Um, butterfly was when I started. I mean, I, I don't even think I'm at the butterfly stage yet, to be honest. I'm probably still in chrysalis coming out. Um, but I had it a couple years ago. I really wanted a hand tattoo and I, was just thinking about the kind of symbolism that I liked. And I really love butterflies. I have butterflies like, um, everywhere. Um, it's like a very big symbol for me. Um, this in particular is a, it's not a monarch. It's, it's like Eastern swallowtail or something like that, but they get confused. They get confused for monarchs. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's just one's, uh, a kind of butterfly I used to see a lot growing up. 
So I love it. It's yeah. it feels so Gemini Scorpio, like Gemini with the hands. Yeah, hands are like a big thing for me. It's interesting because I I'm tattooed like I have pretty much almost a whole sleeve on my left side, but um anytime I get a tattoo, it's usually like towards my hands or on my hands. Like that's what I want to fill up strangely, but that's like where my energy is going. Um, Do you play instruments? Yes, I have a couple of synthesizers. Um, I grew up playing the flute, (laughs) like in band. Uh Um, And then I sing. So mostly it's like vocal or like uh, programming stuff on a computer, like Ableton or GarageBand. I wish I could sing. Oh, like drums and stuff like that. I think singing is like the coolest talent. Singing? Really? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Totally. I feel like any, I feel like anybody can draw like, a picture. Well, I wish I could draw better. So maybe we can switch talents next yes. lockdown. <laughs> okay. Let's make a pact. Because <laughs> visual, you know, visual art is like the first thing usually, I don't know, that impacts me. If I'm interested or if I'm going to listen to somebody's music, right, I usually look at their album art first. Mm. It's usually just me. So are you making all of the album art for your own album? Um, I have made something for it, but I might actually just use a photo that was taken of me. Um, I'm obsessed with that queen collage that you did of yourself. Oh yeah. So that was actually one of the first collages I made and I held on to it for a while. I was actually going to use that for my EP and I realized I was like, I think this is actually really low res. (laughs) Um, and I was like, that's not going to work for my thing, but but I need to put it out there. So I was like, I'll just put it out for the announcement. Very cool. I love it. I'm also, I'm also really interested in like Rococo Baroque, um, art I really love I think it's so beautiful which is interesting though because I think that time period was like pretty shitty (laughs) for women especially but um I just really like the heavenly like cherub um angels you know sky I love the angel aura like that like you know what I'm talking about when they do the I'm like gesturing with my hands so nobody can see. No, I know what you mean. Like around Virgin or like Virgin Mary, but around like Mother Mary. Yes. A little halo. Yeah. I I love love that. that. And I love like making it a a different color for different people and like seeing what color I choose. Do you think like energies are different colors? Yeah. Do you Um, think notes are different colors? I haven't like. Sound hits me in a certain way. I've had visuals of sound where I've seen it, you know, I was like probably on some mushrooms, but um, I've seen the first visual I had seen of music was my partner was playing something on my speakers and I watched a physical, it kind of looked iridescent like, but clear. It came out of the speakers, went onto the ceiling and was kind of like making patterns. 
Mm. Um, but it had very like violet pinkish kind of hues for me. Um, but notes, I don't, I don't know if like each note that would make sense though. I feel like if, um, sound would have color or association with color because it has the, it has the power to like change the way you feel very quickly. So that would make sense. Like if something was really dark, it would might look, have like a very strange look to it or if it was lighter. What do you think about the fact that there's like a certain number of notes and then they all just like repeat over and over? Do you think that's kind of like indicative of life also with like cycles that we go through? Yeah, I kind of feel like um When you were saying that, I was feeling it was more of almost like um, chanting or like a meditative cycle, but that can kind of put people into a trance in a way. Um, it's, it was like the cycles of life. You mean like with like a song or like with in general? I think just in general. What do you think about or what do you think about mantras? And like chanting though, since you brought that up. Um, mantras are pretty powerful. Um, I learned transcendental meditation a few years back. Um, I haven't been practicing it as much, but basically the idea of that is they give you a mantra, but it doesn't mean anything. It has no, the word doesn't mean anything. So when you're saying it, um, it allows like other thoughts and stuff to just like kind of pass over you. Um, so I think they can be really powerful. Um, I think they're like sacred channeled words that, um, it's given by spirit or like higher dimensional beings that, you know, it's like a healing modality. Mm. I like that. that. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I'm obsessed with Krishna Das. Do you ever listen to him? Oh, no. I've heard of him, though. He's really good. He's, like, kind of got, like, a blues voice also. So it's kind of, like... Is it very low? It is. Okay. Um, yeah, it just feels really good. It's, like, whatever he's saying, I can't understand any of it. But I don't know. It just feels like you feel uplifted when you listen to it. Um, I'll have to I'll have to look them up. Yeah, look them up. Let me know what you think. So, what is this album that you've created centered around? Um, it's spiritual, like universal love, is what I feel like it's centered around, and like an awakening. That's so cool. But it's kind of like hidden. <laughs> Because it's, um, I mean, it's like fairy trap. So the, the beats are very, some of them are very like hard hitting or they're, they're really heavy, right? We're using 808s. Um, but the message behind it is very spiritual. We have one, uh, we have one about, um, angel numbers and I'm really excited to bring that one out. One is about a vision of a past life that I had. 
um, not on earth um, and like the process of coming to earth and then how hard it is to be in a human body. So I will just say, I have found out, well, just through like research and stuff, but being in a human body is the most intense emotional experience someone can go through. So it's like, I don't know, just, we were writing a lot about that experience. Um, and just like awakening. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It makes me think of like a smoothie and you're like hiding spinach in it for kids. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like pleasant to the ears and the taste buds, but then there's like some like good vitamins for your soul. Yeah, for sure. It's a lot like that. (laughs) Um, Definitely like hidden. I don't know if it's not really hidden messages, but it's just very, it doesn't feel so, I don't know, at the forefront, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, really just writing about being an alien in a human body, which most of us are. So it can be really intense. But we chose this and um, it's bringing us like to the next level of where we need to be, what whether you, it's good or bad. What do you think? Do you have you do you have any thoughts about what you're here to learn in this lifetime? I have a few. I feel like I'm still getting to that point. Um, and I feel like I have a lot of changing to go actually, which is really crazy to think about because I've changed a lot in the last few years. Um, Overall, right now, it feels like helping others through, like, facilitating um, healing through, like, music and visuals for me. That's kind of been, like, the main thing. What a gift. Well, you have that, too. Ah, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry if you're hearing like sirens or anything. Um, I'm by my window, but I live in Brooklyn, like right on this like busy street. So I'm used to it at this point, but yeah, people will get over it. (laughs) Um, Okay. Also, I was also going to ask like, how did we find each other? I don't remember if I like started just following you or. I don't know. Definitely through Instagram. Through Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, who is this lovely creature? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so I want to talk more about, like, seeing spirits and stuff. Okay, so I started doing, like, dream work a couple months ago. And, like, I don't know, like, a month into it or maybe two months into it. I don't know. It was, I think it was during Scorpio season, during like the Scorpio uh, Mercury retrograde. And I like had to get up in the middle of the night to go pee. And then then you can like see my window with like the door open, like while I'm going to the bathroom, like, and it's dark, but I swear I saw my husband go over to the window and like shut the window 
and then do something to the blinds. And then he, like, kind of, like, tussled or rolled over or something. And I was like, did you just get up to, like, go to the window? And he was like, no. And I was like, what the fuck did I just see? (laughs) And I still, like, have no idea. But, like, I saw something. Like, how do you even know? What is well, going all, on? When you when you said, oh, I thought my husband, I was like, I got the feeling. I was like, that's not your husband. It was uh, not my husband. I think it no. was a woman, too. I don't know why I think um, that, but I feel like it was. Well, you just have to listen to, like, what kind of feeling intuitively are you getting from this? Sometimes spirits, are, like, they're around us all the time. It's not just at nighttime. That's probably, I feel like we're just more tuned or, like, aware of things around us at night because things are quiet. It's dark, right? Mm. Um, it was very alarming because I feel like I'm very, like, like fine and, like, no, I feel normal about, like, talking with spirit and, like, like tarot, like communicating with, with it with tarot and like through synchronicities and like communicating in my mind through it. But like seeing something just felt like a whole different level. That's going to happen more though. Sorry to tell you. I mean, so, I'm like yeah. up for it. <laughs> okay. Maybe it's not. Sorry, but yeah. I, that's just what I was getting. It's that's gonna be happening it just, a lot like, more. Freaked me out. I got so scared. I was like, "Oh my god, what is happening?" <laughs> but what I was gonna say though is, you just have to pay attention to how you're feeling. Like, I know if something is maybe doesn't have good intention, I'll like tell it to leave or whatever. Um, if I feel something kind of trying to take my power, because mm-hmm. sometimes, like in your solar plexus, right, mm-hmm. your gut feeling. Um, that's how I kind of know if something's around and I'm seeing something and I'm, I get like a weird queasy kind of feeling. I'm like, nope, you got to go, you know? Um, but especially sometimes, sometimes spirits, they just are curious because they know they can show themselves to you. Mm-hmm. Like if they know somebody can see that kind of thing, you're going to have that stuff coming around just to show face that for no other reason. So it's not necessarily like good or bad. Um, you just have to pay attention to what somebody might just be trying to talk to you. Why do you, or you think might be, like things suddenly start happening? You're just like more open to it. I think that's a really good question because I've, that happens to me quite often. I've been having an influx of more activity lately. Um, Yeah, because when I was having those visitations, right, with the aliens, the beings that were coming in, it was very like, um, like days in a row, I was just always expecting and and this being would show up and then I would have these dreams and it would just happen again and again, and then suddenly just stopped and then nothing for months. So Mm -hmm. I think it's just really um, when you're open and receptive to it or um, when they just need to tell you something or somebody's just trying to communicate with you. Have you ever, like, what sorts of messages have you gotten lately from it, from them, from whomever? That what I'm experiencing physically is just kind of a sign 
of Ascension. Um, I'd been getting sick right before the new year. I was getting sick quite often. And I'm a person that doesn't ever get sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just having a really hard time physically getting up or like getting, getting motivation to move anywhere because I was just really tired. Um, some of that because of like being woken up at night and some, something's trying to talk to me. Right. Um, but I just felt like drained. Um, but it was almost like, um, they were kind of trying to tell me, you know, we're giving you some downloads. You might not use these now. You might, you're going to use them in the future. Just like, don't worry about it. Um, and the physical things that you're experiencing are you're leveling up basically. Mm. What do you think we're leveling up to? Is it fourth dimensional or fifth? Anyway, it's kind of like, I feel like a lot of people are, have gone through some sort of this past year cutting off people or, um, growing out of like a group of friends, right. Or a friendship. Um, because your vibration is raising for me anyway, my vibration changed quite a bit and it jumped in the last year. I became really aware. So, um, just ascending to something better. A lot of people talk about like either four, is it 4d or 5d, something like that, like fifth dimensional, um, like earth as a whole is supposedly supposed to be ascending to like a higher dimension. Um, and you have to either it's like, you have to like, it's not accommodate. What is the word? you have to ascend to that and like, let yourself go through the changes. Um, otherwise you get left behind, I guess. Um, but I think as a whole, people are going to need to ascend. Like you have to. Do you think there's like a weird, totally. Do you think there's like a weird purification process as you're like ascending? Like, yeah. Well, it's extremely uncomfortable. Um, like I said, I was getting really sick. I don't think that's over either. It's just like, um, a lot of chronic illnesses for people are flaring up lately. I feel like, um, so it was a lot of physical symptom, um, because your body has to kind of redo itself or regenerate, if that makes sense. Um, or like retune. Yeah. Kind of like retuning yourself. Um, Do you think you're tapping into like different frequencies? Yeah. And I think if you're, if if you're somebody who's running at like a lower vibration, right. Or maybe doesn't have the best energy physically, you can't be in that space. So you have to kind of. It's like an old radio. Yeah. Basically. We're like running on like a Mac. Yeah. And if you keep just trying to use the old radio, it's just not going to work, right? Right, because um, it's like, if you think about like an iPhone, you keep getting all these new downloads of like software updates. It yeah. almost feels like our software is being updated. Exactly. That's that's yeah. a pretty good uh, analogy, I have to say. Um. Yeah, it's so interesting. Oh my god, my mind is just like going. So, what are you looking forward to in twenty twenty? 
releasing music is probably my first thing. That is a very, it's, I don't even care so much about like, oh, if we get this like press right up or like this many people listen to it, I'm just ready to like fucking like release music. Um, I kind of like get our message out there and um, it's just a very freeing feeling. It's something that we've worked two plus years on just writing this one. Um, tons of ups and downs. I feel like more downs than the ups, right? Um, but I feel like all those lessons came through for a reason and I grew a lot. So I'm ready to kind of just like let it out um, and like move forward in that and just keep creating that. And like when this comes out, making, starting to make more, cause that's the best, that's actually the funnest part of the whole process is creating the music yes. for me. I love creating. Yeah. It's really very opening for me spiritually. Um, I just learn a lot about myself and I think, Oh, I've made the best thing I've ever could have made. Right. Um, but no, there's always like different ways that you could go about something. And I'm just excited for that. And like connecting with new people, um, tarot. So I just started doing readings, um, for other people as like an offering. Um, that's so cool. That's, I really enjoy reading a lot. Um, almost like too much because I, I would, my partner was always telling me like after I would read some for somebody for like an hour, he was like, I really think you should like, you know, maybe start charging for this or something. And I was like, no, I will never do that. Cause I enjoy it way too much. Um, but now I do see it as kind of like, I don't think I could ever charge too much just because I, um, it is about like your time is money, right. Or your energy. Um, but it is for me, a big thing, like my mentor that I have, um, I actually connected her through to her first through, um, her readings. And, um, when I wasn't in a very good, like stable financial place or anything, I was still able to like afford it somehow, you know, because our prices weren't crazy. So I feel like there's just like a good balance that you can have of that. So that's the other thing I'm really excited about is doing readings. Yeah. And traveling a little bit. Um gonna be in Europe later this summer and visiting family and doing family stuff. Um so yeah. What are some things that you're excited about in 2020? Um, what am I excited about? I'm excited about this podcast. I've been having so much fun doing it. So I'm excited to see like who else will come on and who else am I going to get to talk to. And I'm just excited to create more. Like anything with art. I'm such a homebody, so I hate traveling. So <laughs> none of that, <laughs> but I'm excited. Like, I don't know if I start like this, um, interview has inspired me to like see more cool alien shit. So hopefully that'll happen. That would be cool. What you said about your sister having that mantis guide. And I was uh -huh. like, I was like, girl. You it was it, so like. weird. It was like on her door and then it was on my door when she was like having a hard time. And I was like, oh, the mantis is back. 
and it was like just back for that day and then she ended up like moving into this new house which was like the whole thing and like I don't know it was just such like an offering of protection and like just this little synchronicity of like you're on the right path it's fine and then it came back to her. It was like, I don't know how it was traveling all over the place, but it was bizarre. I need to like look more up into that. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I would recommend like reading on that. Um, I have a book. I forgot the title of it. Maybe it's over here, but um, it's about this woman that does past life readings and she never believed in any like um, anything past earth. Right. Um, and her clients started to come in and they would give an explanation of their body and then it would be like an alien body. Um, or they'd be on an entirely different planet. Oh my God. What book is it? She's like, wait, what is happening? Um, I think it's like, I need to find, I'll find it and I will find it it and let me know and I'll put it in the show notes yes yes for sure um but it's a really great book it's a short read um but it's kind of cool somebody that like didn't believe in that at all um and she just was kind of getting blown away and then all these people started her clients that were coming to her started to be like solely um people that were from other places or their soul was right so Mm. she got some really interesting stories What do you think that's up with, like, when you start attracting so many of the same people? It's like we're just kind of like a magnet with our energy. Yeah, well, I think because she was like, I want to study this. Um, And she started to, like, collect stories. Um, So she would talk to people about, um, you know, can I share this, whatever, from our session. Mm or the past life regression. And they would be like, sure. And I think that just started really coming in for her. It's Mm -hmm. kind of like. The frequency, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of interesting because, um, I would say a little example of that. Um, so I think it was on Monday. I don't know. It was Sunday or Monday that announced I was like doing tarot. Um, then I got my first booking, which was on Wednesday and then um you would ask me to be on this podcast and your podcast has tarot in the name so I was like that escalated quickly it did (laughs) um but I've been getting a lot of like dms about well people inquiring about readings and stuff but just like people kind of opening up to me so yeah it's kind of cool you're like a magnet for it Well, I guess when you, like, open up to a different frequency, it's, like, all of those songs playing on that station. It's, like, that's what's going to come in. Yeah. I think also I had kind of a hard time coming into myself totally. I'm still working on that. For instance, I've never talked about – I've kind of, like, vaguely, almost, like, in a joking way, talked about or, like, posted a meme or something of, like, me being an alien, actually, right? But I've never, like, (laughs) actually come out and been, like – oh, I'm not from here. And by the way, like I see this and this and this, like, um, and I was talking to my partner about that. I was like, is it, I was like, maybe people aren't ready for this. Like, I kind of feel like scared to like say anything about it. And he's like, is it them or is it you having Mm. that fear? So I was like, I'm trying to be a little more open about slowly it's opening up. I love that. 
And the tarot, this like poster made announcing my tarot, like it had uh, a lot of reaction that I was really surprised. Um, Cause I don't have like a huge following or anything. Um, but I had a lot of people react to it and message me about that. So it was kind of like spirit was like, okay, you ready? Like, you know, you need to start opening yourself up. Um, I think more than anything, I was probably afraid of maybe coming into my power more. Right. Um, that it would like trigger people or upset. And, but it's like, you know, don't ever think about that stuff. Just be who you are hundred percent completely. That's so emperor vibes. And right. That's like the card of this month or something, right? The card of the year. <laughs> oh, card of the year. How do they decide what's the card of the year? Who decides they that? They do it um, with numerology. So you boil down and add up all of the numbers from the year mm-hmm. or just 2020. So yeah. you would get two plus two is four. So then the fourth card is the emperor card. So then oh. that is the card of the year. It's very wow. cool. Um, do you see a lot of like number synchronicities? Yeah, I see four, four, four a lot. That's really good. Really? Why? Tell me why. (laughs) (laughs) So I usually just Google things is when I see them. Four, four, four is a pretty important one. Um, there's some days where I'm like like, seeing in sequence 11, 11, like Mm -hmm. 222, um, 333, you know, Mm -hmm. and on so forth. Um, Usually it's very um, specific to you. Like I'll Google, what does this number mean? I really like this uh, website. It's called like Joanne Scribes. Joanne, I'll have to give you the the site as well. Um, But their readings are really good on numbers. Mm -hmm. Like if I've seen a really specific weird number, like one, two, three, four, five, over and over again, Mm -hmm. um, usually that's how spirit kind of like tries to like ping me sometimes it's like crazy the very specific messages I've gotten from that but 444 what I need to look into that again I usually that one is I think it does have to do with change Mm. um so that and 555 I believe do what's 333 because we're coming up on that right now it's 331 but Three, three, three. I'd have to look that up. Sounds very Trinity-like. Um, Do you give it a quick Google? Yeah. Angel three, 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 three. Angel meaning. Let's see. Ah. Uh, means that your angels are just nearby ready to help and reassure you that your plans are going well. It sends the message mm. that your prayers have been answered and seeing 333 means that whatever you requested is for you is on its way to you. Ooh, aliens, please. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you show up as like a terrifying mantis being, then that's where yes. we're cool with it. We're cool. I'll be brave. <laughs> <laughs> So did they actually come through as like a mantis looking thing? Giant mantis? Yeah, it was taller than me. Um, just very tall and skinny. And Was it green? Um, no, it was, this one actually was, had kind of a black color, which is interesting. Mm, it was just dark. Scary. It wasn't, 
it, but it was, but it wasn't it scary. Wasn't, it was yeah. a very, it was a very like benevolent presence, but very mm-hmm. serious. I'd say like you were talking about like the Virgo energy. Yeah. It feels so Virgo. Like, like delivering the these spiritual messages, which felt yeah. like very Pisces. It was very to the point also. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's kind of what the one that I have as a guide has come through many times looks has like a, like a, the physical of it, it it's very dark looking, um, but it is like very insect-like. Um, Mine are so boring compared to you. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, our guides are really just like in, they can really kind of come to you as whatever, right? But um, do you, have you had visuals on yours before? Mine, I just think of like a white guy therapist. A white guy <laughs> maybe it is or it was like you know um maybe they were a man that you've worked with before in a past life or whatever usually um sometimes our guides can be people that we know that have passed on or like a lot of people more earthbound souls right have more of like that's when we talk about like the ancestors right speaking to you Mm. um but i was kind of confused because mine were not people so, uh, yeah, it's just like an interesting, so yeah, for a lot of people it is like, oh, it's like somebody's grandmother. Sometimes they'll choose to kind of stick around. Well, like time is not real, right? It's not like, totally. it doesn't exist. That, 100%. So somebody, um, can choose to kind of like help be a guide for you. Like my partner, he has, it was it was his grandma's like business partner for many years. He was super close to her. She was like a second grandma to him and she passed, um, but she's come to him several times. And he's always told me like, I think my aunt Audrey is here or my, my grandma Audrey, she's here. Like, um, so it really can be people like, uh, that you've known. Is it somebody, is your guide somebody that you feel like you have known before? Or is that just kind of like how they manifest? Like this very, is it like a masculine energy? It's like a masculine, gentle. I like to think of him as my cosmic therapist. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know. I was talking about it with my sister and she was saying it's probably just because like all of your therapists have been men mostly in my, Mm -hmm. in my life. So then I like, that's just like the energy that comes through. That also just me, might be the energy you need. Right. You know? And that I relate so, to. But yeah. it's interesting now because I'm working with like the first, one of the first women. I've worked with like some women, but in the past, but I really hated them. And they were just like really mean therapists. It's really sucked. difficult to find. Yeah, it's really difficult to find a good therapist it's nowadays, so hard. especially. Oh my yeah. god, totally. Um, mine, I found her because a friend by chance had me over right before she'd moved away to LA, and she basically sat me down. And this was a couple of years ago. But she was like, "You need to like go to therapy and like get yourself together spiritually because." you're you're doing an awakening right now and if you don't like things are going to get really shitty so she was like this she just recommended me to this woman 
Um, and I've always been like, I'd kind of been putting out there that I wanted to find a therapist. Right. Um, but nothing was like sticking. And I was like, it's that, that, and it's like really expensive to go to therapy. Mm -hmm. So finding someone and then you spent like a session on them or whatever, or two, and then you're like, this isn't working. It's just like, it can be really expensive just to find someone. Totally. Um, but yeah, it ended up working out with her and she's been really amazing. I love that. Yeah, I, I also had a dream. Oh, go ahead. What's your dream? I had, a, I had a dream about her before I went in for my first session. Wow, really? So, yeah, I basically was just like, kind of at my wit's end. I was trying to find a therapist. My friend told me about her. I Googled her, just like saw a picture of her on her website. And then um, that night she came to me in a dream and she told me my rate is $68, which it definitely wasn't. It was more than that. But, um, so I was like, okay, somebody's trying to talk to me. So I looked up the number 68 and it had to do with like healing. Mm. Um, and then I went to see her it's kind of just been a wild ride. <laughs> I love that. She's really great. Yeah. It's so interesting. Like when you find the right person and it's been very interesting because the therapist in the past that I've liked and that have really helped me have all been like very practical men and I kind of felt like I had like it was time for something else like I had gotten all of that I could from that especially with like really coming into the, my own spirituality and there's only mm. so much you can kind of like tell them without them looking at you like you're crazy yeah and then that kind of perpetuates this like guilt and shame that like you're not trying to build up while you're going to therapy yeah. like very yeah. counterproductive so like it was very interesting how I came into this woman finding her and like doing this therapy and it's been so great and she really believes you know it like she didn't even bat an eyelash when you know I'm talking about tarot and you know talking and guides or whatever I'm saying. And then I don't know. It's just so helpful. Yeah. It's it. super important. <laughs> it's so cool. Especially when you have like really intense things to talk about, you know, totally. on just like a deeply personal level. So yeah, you need somebody yeah. you can trust. For sure. Do you feel like your guides like, I mean, I guess it seems like you've kind of gotten like new ones over time. Or is that not true? Uh, yeah, I think that can happen for people. Or I think they kind of like step in when I'm ready to receive them. Like I wasn't seeing any guides, like especially like a mantis being right um, when I was younger. Although that I'm sure that they were around, um, but I also wasn't like tapping into that as much. And now that I've kind of like I'll like meditate and create a space to call them in. Um, then they can kind of like, when you put that intention in, they just kind of show up. Um, Mary was like more, she was more of a newer one for me. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm interested to see who else will show up. How'd you find your mentor? So I had not had very many like tarot readings or anything up to this point, um, but I wasn't really finding the readings I had in the city, like I wasn't really resonating with them that much or there would just be a little piece. And then I was like, 
I kind of felt like I was spending a lot of money, but like getting little back. Right. Um, my friend said to me one day, she was like, Oh, I know this woman. She lives. I don't remember if it's Alabama or Arkansas. I think it's Arkansas. Um, but she's like, I've worked with her on some spiritual stuff before she deals with like really heavy things for the most part. Um, so she is very in tune with everything. Um, but you should just talk to her and see what she, you know, if it resonates with you. Um, and I called her and, um, every message that she's kind of channeled through have really resonated with me. So I think it's just really personal, personal for everyone. Um, randomly, I have some person in another state. Um, I feel like I have yet to find somebody in person <laughs> um, to talk about with on that level of like spirituality, right? Because um, I'm also kind of really wary of a lot of spiritual healers, right? Um, or just because I've come across a lot of like weird or like weird energies that way. Um, so I'm still, I have like a mentor, right. But I'm still trying to find like my, I don't know. I need to like sit with somebody in the physical and work things out. Sometimes I feel like. Me too. I think that would be great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like different being in person. There's like, cause you're like sharing the same. I don't know, physical space. It's a little bit more intimate. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, there's always like remote stuff, but it, it physical is definitely better. I, I get so much more up from my therapist. Um, cause she does these, they're like, they're guide meditations. Um, but for some reason, she has this, she's very gifted and there's something about being in front of her, but she's kind of like helping you to tap into the energy. Um, and when that's really focused on you and you're in the, like physically in front of her, there's something really powerful about that. What and I gain a lot more. What do you think like with them being able to like hold a space? Like even that like saying, how do you think that happens? Cause it's so real. It is. Um, and it's something you have to, it's a very, holding a space for me is like a protection as well. Um, because you are opening something up, opening something up. Even if you're going into like a guide meditation, I think people need to be really careful about like setting intention first and calling in the guides, like only for your best and highest good. Right. That's a common thing I hear people saying, um, thanking them. Um, but just calling in like that white light or whatever, like a bubble of protection, it's just like super important so that the work can happen because you can't really get to that level of like um, getting all the messages you need um, if you have other stuff trying to filter through as well. It doesn't have to be bad or evil, right? Anything else. It's just like there's energies and different entities or whatever always trying to come and go. So holding that space is literally like having a bubble around yourself um, and putting that intention behind it. That's what it means for me. Do you think that it's like a little bit similar to ritual? Do you ever do rituals? Yeah, I do a lot of rituals. I would say that I'm, I, I don't know. A lot of people call me a witch, but uh, I do like some spell work, but it's more of like, 
manif- manifestation kind of stuff. Um, I've had really powerful, very quick manifestation things happen without doing any ritual. It's just really like super concentrated you're energy. Right. <laughs> um, and to the point where I've had to be careful because I'm like, well, I don't want to like shut a door as well. Because if you manifest something so quickly, it can actually stop other things. So you just have to like be careful about like your energy. Yeah. I like burn lots of herbs and I just more cause I enjoy the smell. I like to clear out my space. I'm really protective of it. Uh, do you do ritual yeah. around creativity? You know, I haven't as much. And now that you said that, I feel like that's something I definitely need to do because sometimes I'll get creative blocks or I'll go for a little while without making anything. It's like, why haven't I have the time to do it? Why haven't I done it? Um, do you have a ritual that you do about creativity? <laughs> Not one specifically, I would say. I almost yeah. look at creativity as an act of ritual in itself. Um, yeah. But I want to do something now, too. I have like... yeah. Yeah. I need to like look that up. <laughs> I feel I like just like, doing something like just even like imagining what you would do. Like you don't even need to like look it up. Yeah, that's actually I was gonna say that's another thing for rituals that I've done, I kind of like just create them on the fly Me too. sometimes. I love doing that. Which I think is way more powerful sometimes than going by the book, right? Totally. You're listening to yourself and your intuition is way more powerful than any like spell or something, right? That's like something that, oh, you say these things and you do these things. It's like, well, spirit knows if you open your heart, even if you don't know what to say and you're kind of like lighting a candle or lighting your incense or whatever, mm-hmm. and just creating that space with that intention, um, you can manifest things. So totally. And I feel like, I like creating that. is like the pinnacle of manifesting. Yeah. I like that you said that. And it's so quick. Yep. And I love something like a quick manifestation or a quick creation. Yeah. It's just so fun. It's like, ooh, look what I made. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, creating um, ritual for creativity. I think like singing, I mean, the rituals you could do around that is just so cool. Yeah, it's hard. I kind of get in my way a lot (laughs) with that. Um, But that's something I've definitely been working on is my voice and letting the channeling come through that. Um, Yeah, that's a really good idea. You're making me think about all these things now, (laughs) which is good. (laughs) I love good ideas. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you have a but you have tattoos. I do. I have a butterfly also. It's more like oh, amazing. a moth. I don't know if I can pull it up. I don't even know where it is on here. Um, but I definitely have like oh, nature motif. I love sunflowers. Me too. They're probably my favorite. Um when I was in Minnesota, we had some farmers near us that had uh, really beautiful sunflower fields. And then at the end of the summer, and they, it's just, it's so beautiful. There it's are so very, Leo, like, too. Yeah. It's very, like, treacherous to walk around and, you're, like, scratchy. But it is. They're very itchy. 
but um, they're pretty cool. We used to go catch like little tree frogs, these little green tree frogs. Aww. They would get on all the sunflowers. It was really cute. I love that. What I wonder yeah. what those symbolize. That's also a good question. <laughs> I have a lot of things. I actually should be writing this stuff down because I have like a lot of stuff coming in. Um, Lots to do. <laughs> So you do, well, your Instagram is called blind love tarot. Um, yes. what did you, how did you come up with that name? I'm curious. So I started this collection of drawings. Um, it was all kind of inspired by my great grandmother and her name was Mary going along with our mm. theme here. Yep. And she was considered a healer and people used to like bring her chickens in Italy and she would like just like put her hands over them and somehow they would be healed and it was amazing. And then she um, immigrated here to America and yeah. I think she had like so many children and she, I don't know, she like didn't really talk a lot and it was never really like talked about what she did um and I felt like that art or that power or whatever kind of like it didn't end with her but I felt like it was placed on hold with her mm. and then it like came through me and I just was so lost because the link Felt like it had gotten broken or maybe not that it was broken between me and her, but like nobody else was like helping the transition between like, okay, you're the person that's going to like take this and kind of heal it like this ancestral healing type of thing. Yeah. Um, and so I started doing these drawings and she came to me in a dream when I was like having this like big life crisis and it was the star it was like we were all in this group and this tarot reader um gave me a reading and it was like a whole group of women and it was the star card and I woke up and I was like I know that was her and I don't know how I knew but I totally knew and I started doing these drawings and one of them was of her. And then I started doing like all these different spiritual figures. And like not like maybe traditional spiritual figures. Some of them were, but some of them weren't. Um, and I started doing like all of these third eyes on them. And it just felt like I was connecting to this power that I wasn't able to physically see. Like she had passed but I was able to like really feel and tune into. So that's kind of like how like blind love was kind of created. Mm. So I like named the collection blind love. Um, and then I started offering tarot and that was kind of like me like coming out of this like very witchy broom closet. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that story. It's been a very um, fun journey. <laughs> I love that um, your grandma would heal chickens in particular. That's very interesting. Well, heal four chickens. 
heal for chickens. Like she would, like they would pay her in chickens. Oh, okay. So she's doing <laughs> healing work, and then she. I was like, oh, I thought you. I thought you meant she was like putting her hands on the chickens. Oh, that would be really cool too. We probably <laughs> ate the chickens. <laughs> Okay, that's, so that's really no cool, healing though. to chickens. <laughs> but but yeah. she was kind of doing like unconsciously, maybe like kind of reiki work or like. I an think energy. so. Yeah, I think it's totally reiki, and I don't feel like. I mean, I know they say like reiki is like handed down, and you're supposed to have like an attunement. But I feel like I can do reiki in my own way through what she's given me without having been like formally activated through a class for sure I totally believe in that because it's like an energy thing like if you'd be able to like tap into it you can tap into it why do you need to get certified yeah (laughs) (laughs) if that's there for you I mean it's it's yours yeah to Um, each um to each everybody's own thing but I do think that stuff can be passed down or it's just maybe in your soul group, right? It's right. an interesting energy that it could be passed down in a physical way. Because mm-hmm. um, my mom, she's still very like ultra religious, whatever. And I, I actually don't talk to her ma- that much, but she is extremely psychic. My mm. mother is like terrifyingly psychic, but she would never like admit that to people. That's because so funny. She's a very she's a very heavily religious person. But does she call um, it like a religious thing? She calls it like the Holy Ghost. Right. It's but just it's a really name. it's really just her higher self speaking to her, but she won't ever say that, obviously. But um yeah, she's very psychic. My sister is very psychic. Um, and her daughter is extremely psychic. So Yeah, I think it runs in families. Ours, it seemed to run through just, or my brothers have some abilities too, but it's kind of like run through the women in particular. Mm -hmm. So, which I find interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. I think, yeah. I don't know. Just from me personally, it's definitely run through my matrilineal line. Yeah. Plus women, I don't know. There's something with like, I have this book that I got when I was in London about like, I think it's called Womb Awakening. I just literally just started this book, but, um, it's about like the power of um, women and having a womb just spiritually is super intense. Um, and that like in ancient te- times, like in temples and stuff, women were always, they always had these like certain women present because they wanted their womb energy around to do rituals and things like that. Just really interesting. I mean, we can create humans with our bodies. That's, it's crazy. It is re- literally, um, like we is, are aliens. Yeah. Um, we can create, it's pretty powerful. <laughs> it's so crazy. Do you think you want to have kids? I know that's like such a personal question, but. Um, I think I will have a, one child. I'm not sure when they're coming in. I actually had last time I went into a really deep guided meditation, um, I was shown myself at a future point. I, it was me looking at myself and I turned around and I was holding a baby. Mm. Um, and the guy that was with me at the time was kind of like manifested as like a kind of alien child that was just mm. next to me, very loving, like holding onto my arm. It made me actually really emotional mm. um, for some reason, but they were pointing at the baby and pointing at my 
you know, my womb. Um, and I was like, okay, so this is like in the future. I, I definitely think there's a child. I don't know if it's something, someone I would have physically or if it's just somebody, you know, adoption or whatever. But I do think at some point I would have, I like kids. I used to such like, a good mom. <laughs> thanks. I don't know. I can't imagine it. It's like kind of crazy for me to think about that. But I'm at the same time, I'm like, if I was to get pregnant or something, I kind of feel like, okay, I'm ready. Like, I feel like that soul is going to come in when they know that I'm ready. Totally. Because I was, I was already, I was also given, um, a couple of messages before, um, this is kind of personal, but I had, I did have, uh, two miscarriages many years ago in a, but it was a very abusive relationship. Um, but I was told years later by spirit that it was, um, you know, they were thinking about coming through and then they waited cause they knew it was the timing was wrong. So I was like, thank you. <laughs> so the I've timing- heard that with it, that it's like the same spirit that comes through every time. Yeah. So sometimes there's an agreement on the spiritual or like the soul level um, that your higher self can have with somebody in that realm. Right. Mm -hmm. But you're not conscious of like, okay, listen, she's not ready yet. Like you got to, sorry, but she's going to learn from this experience of like having a miscarriage. It's really interesting. So man, that is a tough lesson. Yeah. Um, but it didn't feel right at the time. So I wasn't like, I was just like, oh, this is like a strange physical thing to go through for that. But um, yeah, I think when the timing's right, I'll know and they'll know. Um, so we'll see what happens. But I love that. I don't think I want to have kids. You do? No, I don't. I don't oh, think no, I don't. <laughs> it's really up to any everybody you know like it's whatever you feel like I want to be everybody's cosmic mama that can be that is also another way of let's also another route of motherhood I feel like totally because there I have um an old boss who she is very Libra loving energy and has been kind of like a mother to me in various ways just um when I really needed that energy um because I don't have a very good connection with my mother so I do really believe that there's people that are they are actually mothers but they don't really think about it that way you know totally and that's so important to have those people who like help you along the way yeah for sure that's like probably partly like partially like why you know your mission is like to give that to other people or the support it almost feels a little bit also like thinking about when I was telling that story about like my great-grandmother where she had like so many kids and she looked so unhappy and now I'm like no kids this lifetime (laughs) (laughs) maybe she felt like she really um she just I mean that was a different time also culturally totally but maybe she really felt she needed to but yeah, that can be very stressful. Yeah. <laughs> I have my Chiron and Cancer. Chiron and Cancer. So it's like your wounded healing around like ancestral feminine. Got it. Things. Oh. Do you know where your Chiron is? 
no um i'm starting to try to get into astrology like because that seems it seems like way more technical you know because it is very like okay you have to kind of study how to like read it just to read a chart and all the houses it's a lot it is a lot. I'd take but singing Chiron, over being able to understand astrology. <laughs> Chiron is a, it's an asteroid or is it like a. I think it's an asteroid. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's like one of so, the little, the little guys. So what does that have to do with usually Chiron? So Chiron, they say it is mythologically, it was the centaur. So the guy who oh, wait, was did like. Did you post half- something about this? I don't think so, but somebody did. Maybe I did. I don't know. I think you did. It was something about like that half horse, half man or something. It is a half horse, half man. Okay. And they, so he had like a wound that never healed, but he ended up becoming, he was able to like heal other people, I think. And then so he became a mentor to Asclepius, which was the god of Apollo. And so Asclepius is then like learning all of these things. He had like this mother wound from his mother getting killed. And so that was like a wound that never healed. So it kind of like mimics like the Jesus story a little bit also. Um, So you think about these like wounded healers um, and it's Mm. kind of like this archetype that kind of follows us throughout time. And they say that, these healers can kind of like come in. They have even like, this is kind of getting off like Chiron, but it kind of like ties into everything because Chiron was Asclepius's um, mentor. So they have these like dream incubators where you would go into this temple and then you would ask for a dream from Asclepius and then you would get the physical being or the God would visit you in this dream and then heal you in the dream. Um, Whoa. I know. Isn't that so cool? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's nuts. Yeah. This is like a whole new thing you need to look into. So wherever Chiron is in your chart, you kind of look at where you have wounding, but then also that's like really where you have your power also. Mm. So it's like whatever your greatest pain is, you're learning in this lifetime to transform it, to be able to like help others heal. Yeah. Like I have it in my eighth house. And so it's about like, like things that are unseen, like sexual trauma, like um, it's like all like Scorpio themes, if you think about it. So it's that very makes interesting, sense. very intense, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Making me think about like um, I watched that movie again the other day, Inception, <laughs> with like I the need dreaming. To watch right? that. I think it's on Netflix, but um, it's interesting. A dream within a dream, right? Yeah, a dream within a dream, but like towards the end, they go into like the sixth level or something crazy like that. Mm. Um, 
but yeah. And then it also kind of reminds me of, sorry, that was that, um, that Netflix show with Britt Marling, um, the OA. I love that show. Yeah. It's so good. It's so weird and cool. I don't know if that had to do with dreaming. Why? why I don't know, but you remind me of her a little bit. (laughs) Really? Yes. Me and my bald self. No, Um, just like, I don't know your energy. Um, that was, that show wasn't about dreaming though, was it? It was more about it like, it was more um, like time travel, but I feel like a little bit like dreaming is a little bit like tri- yeah. time travel. Or it was like visiting different dimensions. Yes. is what it was. Cause it would be like the same time. Right. But it was another form of them. Yes. So they would, they would basically die and then jump to the next thing thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. So weird. I love it. <laughs> uh, I feel like we covered a lot. How long have we been going? For a while. A while. This is a long one, guys. <laughs> I feel like I could talk to you forever about lots of weird things. I love it. Yes. Um, thank you so much for having me. Oh my this was God, really fun. you're so welcome. Thank you for and taking the time. You made me feel really comfortable. Good. And I'm really looking forward to, yeah, just like any interactions we have in the future. Yes. I feel like we should read each other's cards at some point. Yes, definitely. I was I interested like, in, mm-hmm. sorry, that deck that you had pulled for questions on Instagram. I don't know if it's tarot or it has like it's the number. Lenormand. On it. Have you heard of Lenormand? No. It's a French deck and it's only 32 cards or 36 cards, I believe. And okay. it's like, I think of it as tarot's sassy sister. It's like a little bit meaner, but like in an <laughs> in a good way to like get your shit together. It's like very straightforward. And you read it in pairs. So if you like pick cards, you kind of read like the first two cards as like a pair. And then you read the second two cards as a pair. And then it kind of gives you like a story. So it's way more literal. And it's not as much of about like archetypes as tarot is. Like if I'm looking for a very specific answer, I'll go to Lenormand. Or if I'm, like, looking for something, like, very specific that's going to happen. Like, I want a very specific answer about something for the future. But if I'm going to, like, if I want, like, self-development and, like, what are these, like, bigger cycles and bigger themes that are going on in my life, I'll turn to tarot. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. It's kind of like Oracle deck in a way, but harsher. (laughs) Yes. Maybe. But and more too with numbers. Right. A bigger like. system. Okay, I got it. And then they have like the suits also, which kind of like adds another element. So it's like very structured. It's more like playing cards. Yeah. I did notice that. Mm-hmm. It has like the suits kind of, right? Yeah. And then they have the insets like the like the queen of hearts and such so on. It's, it's, it. I mean, I've only really started reading it within the past like year. Um, and I feel like I still have so much to learn 
That's pretty cool. It's really fun. But I feel like your readings are going to be so cool. I didn't want to interrupt you before because I've interrupted you a million times. But when you were talking about you doing tarot readings, like you're going to be able to offer so many like cool, intuitive downloads that I feel like so many people just don't have that gift. Oh, thanks. (laughs) I feel like it's more, yeah, because I read the cards more of like, like I was saying, like as a story. Um, and like with this last reading or this, the first reading I did, um, I kind of go into like a little bit of meditation first and just kind of write down what I'm seeing. Um, and usually that's kind of like more, the cards are kind of just a conduit for that to come out more. Totally. Or like kind of signifying to spirit, right? Like, Oh, I'm listening. Um, Mm -hmm. so that's what cards are more for me, like divination, but, um, have you ever used a Ouija board? No, because I, (laughs) um, when I growing up, that was like looked down upon, or that was like, seems like the most evil thing, right. Or whatever. Um, any like seance or that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, it's interesting. I haven't like seen anything about Ouija boards. I don't know if people like talk about it that much, but have you used one before? I used one as a teenager. How was that experience? I think it was really cool. I did it with my friend up in her attic and we were smoking weed and just having, <laughs> having a great time. It sounds like <laughs> something from like a, like a 90s like a horror like, movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it basically <Something>. was. <laughs> um but it wasn't bad I feel like we contacted we thought we contacted somebody from like World War II like a soldier who had died um I'd say he was like friendly-ish like nothing weird really happened um I think we did it like a couple times that summer but that was like the time I really like most remember where it was like this thing is freaking moving like the planchette moving on its own wow but me and my sister went to go see the psychic and I think my I think the psychic had told her like don't use an Ouija board or like tell your sister not to use an Ouija board or something and I was like okay like I don't I mean I want to have somebody on the podcast that's a goal for 2020 that knows about Ouija boards because I don't really understand why they would be considered any different tool than tarot would be like that. You're right. Cause it's just a form of channeling or like divination. Right. I think maybe it's probably just about like, there's a stigma around it. Right. So it's probably just really like we were talking about like holding space and like creating protection and then going into the work. Right, because I think she said there can be, like, portals created where, like, something can come out. I don't know. Well, you're giving something a chance to speak. So right. I guess it's really about, like, deciphering what that is coming in um, mm-hmm. and who you – and maybe putting attention of who you want to talk to. So right. that's also very um, – because this thing with um, some – entities and like earthbound spirits or spirits that maybe haven't passed on. Right. Um, they can even not even being aware of it. Somebody that's passed on, they can like drain energy from somebody. So 
when you open a portal like that, it kind of like draws those things to you. So that's just why you have to be, I would say like more careful about it, but Mm -hmm. just like putting up that like protection. Um, because a lot of like the lower level entities and things like that, they do feed off of the energy of live beings, which is why people get attachments and things like that. Have you ever gotten one of those? Oh, for sure. I think actually uh, most people will get one in their life at least one time. Um, what do you think the sign is? Um, there's like several signs to it. I, I had a pretty bad, uh, pretty severe psychic attack when I was with my ex many years ago before I'd ever woke up or anything, but it shook like my, my reality. I had no idea. It was like a horror movie and I was like, I don't know what's going on but I had pretty bad luck or just like wasn't feeling well for like a couple years. And then I finally, um, got out of that relationship. Um, but I didn't even know what the word like psychic attack meant or like entities had never like heard any of that about that stuff, even though I had seen a lot of things. Um, do you think they like, no, you're fine. Do you think they like prey on people that are vulnerable? Like if you're in, uh, they can. It's more, I, th- I think for me though, my experience is more, I've had a lot of really interesting interactions or had them come around like a, maybe more of a negative entity, right? Trying to like feed off of power. That's what they, mm. or like life force. Um, and I think if you're psychic, mm-hmm. um, that will happen to you more. It just, it's, it's just something you have to be aware of um, because you're, you're literally a power source. Right. So, cause you're on the physical plane, but you can also see things spiritually. Um, and that does attract that kind of energy sometimes. So it's just really important to like be grounded and have your plant by your bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but everybody, every single person has the power to like banish those things. It's like, you're really the one in power, you know? Um, do you think yeah. everybody can be psychic? I think everybody is born with intuition. Some people are just not awake or aware of it, but I think every single person has that gift to an extent. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Totally. Do you think it's like built into our bodies? Uh, yeah, I think it's something to do with like when your soul connects with your physical, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's something I really do believe everybody has, even people that are like, I don't believe in anything. Um, that's just my personal perspective. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tell everyone where they could find you and how they can book a reading with you and shout out where they can find your new album and all of that fun stuff. Oh yes. So on Instagram, I am at plant underscore skull. Um, and my music with my partner is spirit twin. So it's spirit dot twin on Instagram. Um, but I have like a link in my bio of like this a pre-save for like our single coming out. Um, but I usually am pretty active on Instagram and update a lot there. So that's most likely where to find me. Can you just DM um, you? 
for yeah, a you can just DM me. I need to probably set up a website at some point because <laughs> um, I haven't done that yet, but, uh, yeah, we're getting there. Um, but yeah, I'm going to also, I'll send you over everything that I, we were talking about previously. Yes. There'll be a large the show notes. <laughs> show notes. Okay. <laughs> Yay. Um, but yeah, we were like, kind of closing up and then we went off on a tangent on like a Ouija board. So this has been a really interesting <laughs> podcast. This has been so much fun. I feel like I learned so much. <laughs> Same. I think so too. I love um, it. I'm so inspired to go create something weird and cool. Yeah. I would say if anything, everybody needs to like not be afraid of being weird and just let that kind of come through. That's when the best things come out. So I agree wholeheartedly not being self-conscious about what others think Hello again, everybody. Didn't you love that interview? It was so much fun. Anna, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of your many talents with us. You're just naturally a great conversationalist. I love it. Um, I love the creativity that comes off this girl. Oh, love it. Okay, so everybody... Follow Anna, connect with her at plant skull, plant underscore skull. So you can definitely find her there and book a tarot reading with her there. Um, especially now, like I feel like everybody has to like cancel shows. And if you're an artist, like everything with Corona has been really affecting all of our creative folks. So if you can afford to get a reading, I feel like that's a great way to support artists. Also check out Spirit Twins Music. I know they have a lot on YouTube and you can find more info on their Instagram page, how to listen. And I think that's about it, guys. I'm sending you lots of love. And what else? Mm, if you could rate and review this podcast, it would be so appreciated. It makes my heart just like fill with joy. Um, just tap five stars. That's all you need to do. It helps other people find this podcast. And I feel like it's really helpful right now while everybody's stuck at home and it's like human connection, people. We need to stay emotionally and mentally connected, even though we can't physically be together right now. Um, so that's about it. If you want to connect with me on Instagram, you can find me at Blind Love Radio and I will be back soon, more sooner, more sooner sooner than I usually am with another episode. I'm definitely trying to release these more frequently so everybody has stuff to listen to and can live their best quarantine life. So love you. Smooches. Mwah.